All right, thanks everybody for tuning into the short thing here on July 10th. Hope everybody has had a good week. Uh, Warren Shore here with Ryan Silva could be having a debut of Jackson Silva as well today on the show. We're going to talk about the Patrick Mahomes contract, uh, college football. I think the outlook on the season is getting uh, bleaker and bleaker as we go by. So we'll talk about the news yesterday. Tigers coming back next week. Uh, touch on that a little bit and just a grab bag uh, of stuff as well. So you can check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. I have radio podcast app as well. That is the short thing, S-C-H-O-R-R. Um, so that's that. And uh, Ryan, how are you? Uh, how was your week so far? So far, so good. Uh, some good stuff going. I had a baseball game yesterday. Uh, 8 a.m. wake up call or 8 a.m. game in Bedford. So that was really? yeah. What was the wake up call on that? Uh, about 5:30, uh, so that I could get set up. You know, get get ready, and we got to hit the field about an hour before game time to get warmed up. So uh, yeah, about about 5:30 was the wake up time. Got on the road about 6.05 and got there about 6.55 and uh, got it going. We, we fell short 10 to 9, had a couple errors that cost us a couple runs. So that was tough. But uh, everything else, everything else this week has been pretty good. No complaints. I was in the Bedford area yesterday. Was that right? I was playing Vaquero Country Club. Oh, okay. I think Country Club. Maybe it's Golf Club. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, had a late night myself. Didn't go, didn't go to bed till like 10.45, 11 o'clock. Wow. Which is very rare for me. Uh, usually I'm in bed by 9. Th- Look, that 4 o'clock wake-up call, I can't be going to bed at 11 every day, no. 10.30 or whatever. It's Yeah. That, yeah, I was out there. Uh, one of my f- friends from high school's parents live out at Vaquero, and uh, they're moving next Friday. So one last time playing there, he was in town. That that place is, I think it's, it's not the hardest course. But, like, I think, I don't think that, that course is probably in the best shape of like any country club in the city. Mm. Like it is. I mean, I think it's like the best shape of any of them, even like Trinity Emerita where I've been. I think Vaquero, I mean, it is top notch. It is tough. Top notch, top notch. Um, uh, so we could, we could go right into the Mahomes, uh, Got his $500 million or $477 million guaranteed contract, or not guaranteed, but $477 uh, million dollar contract. Could get up to $503 million with some incentives uh, in there. And people were going bananas over the contract. This is a weird, this is a weird deal, too, because some people are saying it's like a bad deal for Mahomes, and other people are saying it's a good deal for Mahomes. So, where do you where did you stand on this? Um, I kind of am standing like right in the middle. Like, yeah, go ahead and get your money now, because you know a lot of people, you know, a lot of the uncertainty of what's going on. Who knows what the NFL is going to look like in you know five to seven years? Um, you know, go ahead and get your money. But at the same time, if QB contracts keep trending the way they are, I think he probably shortchanged himself a little bit. Now, with that said. Uh, you know, he has all these different opt-out clauses that he can exercise and, and things like that. So he might still be able to, you know, double dip a little bit and either opt out of this contract or, or uh, and then sign a new one or something of that nature. But 
like I said, I, I'm, I'm kind of right in the middle. I, like I said, go ahead, get your money now. It's still 141 million guaranteed if he gets injured. So, I mean, shoot, you're still caked up there. Um, but you know, I, I think if, if all keeps going in the same direction of what we've seen the last five years or whatever, I think he did kind of shortchange himself a little bit. I'm sure he'll be able to make it up in either endorsements or things like that. But, you know, uh, I think there's probably more money to be gotten. But I think he's probably happy with $500 million all at the same time. But the thing about the contract, like, he's never going to see the end of this deal. Like, so when you say he's shortchanging, he's shortchanging himself i don't really think he's shortchanging himself because he's got he's got a percentage of the cap is what his salary is going to be like some of the years they don't even they're just projecting out what he's going to make because it's um based on the cap salary and with all the opt-outs say he wins a super bowl two more super bowls and then the opt-out what is after like year there's one after year four i think um, or whenever the first opt out is, they'll just opt out of the deal and they'll, or they'll just make a new extension and it'll be even more than what it is. So I don't, I just think, I think when we look at the, like when you hear the contract, like when it came out on, uh, Tuesday, um, or Wednesday, it was, wow, he got a 10 year extension and then it was, whoa, it's 500 million. And he was like, never, he's never going to see the full contract without it being, uh, extended, renegotiated. So it's it's just for him, it's just a numbers thing of like signing the most expensive contract in American pro sports. So that's for me what it's at. But like I see it, the, the thing that I look at is like the guarantee of 140 million. Like that's the thing where I look at of what is important in the contract. Like, and that's 40% higher than anybody in the NFL that's ever got a, uh, that's got guaranteed money. So just based on the guaranteed money, it's a great deal, and then he'll get an extension on it. I think people miss the point when they talk about the contracts of, like, they're focused on the years and, like, the the max-out number instead of when the opt-outs are and things like that. Right, and, yeah, that's kind of... You know what I said is he could he can still opt out and he still has all these different incentive bonuses that if they're not a, a, a you know exercise that he can he can you know like I said renegotiate or opt out and get a new contract so um, you know I like that's why I said I stand right in the middle of it and I agree when you say the 141 million is is what the number you want to look at for guys that are coming up you know I Dak Deshaun Watson guys like that that are going to be coming up on a new deal. Um, that's the money they want to look at. Cause I think the highest guarantee before that was, uh, Jared Goff, like one Oh five, one Oh six, somewhere around there. Um, so the, obviously like I said, 40% more, I don't think Dak or Deshaun are going to, is going to get more guaranteed than Patrick Mahomes. I think they'll probably fall in the middle of that one Oh six to one forty one. you know, maybe around one twenty, uh, things like that. But, um, you're definitely happy if you're those two guys, uh, to see that number, to see that number go that high and to be. Uh, so much higher than the last guaranteed contract or the last amount of guaranteed money for a quarterback. Um, so, you know, he, he's, he set those guys up in a good spot. And the, the funny thing was when, you know, you saw the 10-year $500 million extension, people automatically, well, what's Dak going to get? Nowhere near that. He's not going to get a 10-year deal. Jerry doesn't even want to sign to like a five-year deal right now or whatever it is. Uh, so, uh, you know, we'll see. But, but like I said, those two guys – that are off the top of my head that are going to be the younger, the young guys coming up for new deals. They're going to be sitting pretty with, uh, with guaranteed money. Yeah. Well, Jerry wants a five-year deal. Dak only wants the four-year deal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what the thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. But the thing too is, and you touched on it there, 
it when he does make the deal though, you have to bring up like what is Dak gonna get. But this clearly helps him in his thing of uh, the waiting game of him not signing it. This just raises his price even more. Yes, he's not getting the Mahomes 140 guaranteed, but it probably raised 15 million dollars in guaranteed money what yeah. he got because of the Mahomes contract. Like it helps this deal helps him out for sure, just based on that because. If the Cowboys aren't willing to pay the the um, guaranteed money that high, guess what? Whenever they're done franchising him, someone will. So it's just gonna it's just gonna elevate the deck contract, and this just goes to. I mean, we've been feels like we've been we've been talking about the contract for like three years now, I think, and this just goes to show that how much they just mismanaged the deck deal when they could have given him an extension going into his final year of the rookie deal or even after year two they could have signed him to an extension right off the bat and he would have been a bargain they could have signed him probably for like 20 million a year for five years or something it would have been a bargain and he would have had three years left still on it and they just they've just mismanaged the contract of Dak to the nth degree yeah no absolutely i mean i think i don't think there's any denying that uh i think 20 million shooting a little low i think they probably, probably could have gotten around that 27 to 30 million uh range per year which again still a bargain because now you're probably looking at closer to that 37 to 40 million dollar range per year uh which is going to be tough when you're paying uh zeke what you're paying him you know 90 million over the next uh, uh i guess three years after after this year um and then the uh the contract to amari cooper i mean that you're probably 40 to 50% of your cap's going to be tied up in those three guys. You know what I mean? And, and you're obviously hoping that CD lamb can come in and, and give you a couple good years uh, on the cheap, but we're still going to see those defensive, uh, you know, all the stuff we, we've been going over for the last six months or whatever, all the, all, all the, all the inconsistencies on the defensive side of the ball. So like you said, the, the Cowboys really screwed the pooch on this one. They really screwed it up. And, and now it, it seems that they've screwed it up even more because of what the chiefs just did with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I also find it interesting, like, the Deshaun Watson, like, aspect. I mean, he is phenomenal, but are the Texans really getting that, like, would you feel safe giving him, like, a mega deal? Well, see, here's the thing. I'm it, not it, saying a 10-year contract, but, like, a ton of, like... Right, like, like a five-year, five year, yeah. 40 million, like, big time, like, 120 guaranteed. Um, I, if you're the Texans, you kind of have to, because I mean, who else are you going to give that money to? Um, I feel like, so yeah, I mean, I, I feel comfortable doing it. Is it smart for the Texans? No, but after they trade, traded, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, I mean, that's really the only thing they have left is Deshaun Watson and just hoping that he can kind of piecemeal some of this together with the guys that they got now and in the coming years, uh, and then just hope that Bill O'Brien somehow, uh, fires himself as GM and they can, uh, you know kind of put some more pieces around him because because they really want to talk about a team that's screwed up as well it's uh the texans but i, I would 100 percent feel comfortable if you're the texans or any other team if he somehow hits free agency and uh any other team wants to offer him big money i, I absolutely i'd feel more comfortable giving it to deshaun watson than dak prescott oh i disagree no i think why be, why because he's way more durable but deshaun watson's also taking way more shots so i mean it's, so it's tough to say so when, well, when, when Dak Prescott plays behind one of the best offensive lines in the league and Deshaun Watson plays behind one of the worst and he's taking more shots, yeah, that t- that's going to take a toll on your body. 
So didn't you just make my point for me? He's got he he plays behind one of the worst. Let's if I'm just saying if if they take equal shots, you can't necessarily say that one's more durable than the other when the discrepancy is so much is so much between the two. But that's that's not like that. that's like saying if I if I take an axe and hit the a tree three times and then I take a an axe and hit another tree 27 times well i guess the tree that i hit three times is more durable right because that didn't take it in all over i mean that's that's just that's that's the exact same thing but you just made my point for me I was, like you can't you can't you can't put durability based on what your what your protection is yes you can because that's a no, team you're I going to have Great. I disagree. Yeah, you put uh, put put, put, every game put as a starter. Put Deshaun behind a better offensive line. But they have they don't have an off, a good offensive line. Exactly. That's, That's what I'm saying. So he's taking more shots. So the yes, more and so more you get hit, the more body the more your body is going to take a toll. That's I mean so that's just simple yes, science. So I don't know why you're not understanding that. So he's more likely to get injured. Going forward, not necessarily. I wouldn't I wouldn't agree with that. He's already had didn't he tear his ACL already? In college. And I think he did it in the NFL. No, I don't think he tore his ACL. Yeah, his first year he played six games. He tore his ACL when he was a rookie. Mm. And then he's played – he missed uh, one game in 2019 other than that. But he's off a torn ACL. He's getting sacked. He's getting sacked a ton more than most quarterbacks. He got sacked 62 times in 2018. Exactly my point. Exactly my point. So now you just made my point for me. No, no, no. You – the, the main reason why I give Dak this deal, that I feel more comfortable with giving the deal to Dak than Deshaun Watson, is the durability issue. Okay, that now, now not okay, hit. let's say let's say they both hit free agency. They're not returning to their respective teams. You'd feel more comfortable giving the money to Dak than giving it to Deshaun Watson. If say yes. you're the say you're the Chargers. Yes. No. Yes. Disagree. Strong disagree. I because I'd be more comfortable in the durability issue. He's built bigger than Watson. I think Watson's a better and, quarterback. And Dak Shoney's actually was like the number two passer in the league last year. I still, I still like Deshaun better. All right, that's fine. I'm just saying, like, the durability argument, you've made my argument for me. You can't just say, well, put him on a better offensive line. Guess what? Deshaun Watson, you can't just put him on a better offensive line. The Texans have to try and fix the offensive line. It's not Dak's fault. He was put in a great spot behind a great offensive line. It's not. That, that wasn't. That wasn't the point I was making. Now, now you're twisting my words. I'm not saying just put him behind. I'm saying if you give him better protection, he takes. He doesn't get sacked 62 times. He's probably in a better spot uh, health wise. Well, yeah, but guess what? That's that didn't happen, and that's what he's been. That he's been hit a ton. He's been hit a hundred. He's been sacked at least 125 times. I'm trying to find the hits rate. He's probably been hit probably close to 200 times, 220 times in his career. That's a ton of hits for a running quarterback, like a more running quarterback than Dak. And I wish the Cowboys would use Dak's leg more. Like you could expose that, but just the injury concerns for Watson for me are way higher on the risk than Dak. And I think Dak is uh, a better quarterback too because Watson, I feel like, has been bailed out by the throwing up to Hopkins, and Hopkins has an amazing catch radius, and he can bail him out of some bad throws. Not saying Deshaun Watson isn't a bad quarterback. Look, he's won. He's they've he's gone eleven and five and ten and five when he's played. He's a winner, but I just feel like that some of it is just like I'm getting bailed out here, throwing it up to, throwing it up to Hopkins, and he's going to bail me out on some of it. Not discrediting Watson, 
I just feel like Dak is a better. I don't, I don't disagree with that, but I would also make the counterpoint that I that Dak has one hundred percent had a better offense around him. I mean, Deshaun Watson has literally only had DeAndre Hopkins and Will Fuller for like Will Fuller for like six minutes a game. But but I mean, if you if you compare the two, Dak's one hundred percent had better offense behind him uh, or around him. He's had a, a much better running game. Obviously, in the you know, if you can pass off the run, that's going to help you, and a lot of other guys around him. I mean, now with Mari Cooper, once Mari Cooper came on, we saw how that changed it, changed Dak's game a little bit, and things like that, things of that nature. So I feel like Dak has definitely had better offensive pieces around him to add behind being behind one of the best offensive line, offensive lines in the NFL. So I mean, you know, I, I think the comparison that way can't be made because they've been in two totally different systems. I would say. But uh, as a as a winner, as a quarterback in general, I'd put Deshaun Watson maybe like 15th in the league and Dak's like 16th. I don't think there's a huge discrepancy, but I would still, if I had to pick, I'd put – I'm not saying those are the exact numbers. I'm just saying I'd put one right below or I'd put Deshaun Watson right above Dak. Okay. I mean, I, there's no way they're 15th and 16th. Right, and, and that, was, that, was, that was just, that was just a, a bad example. I'm just saying like it would be 1A and 1B or whatever. Is that is that better? Okay. I understand. I, I get that. But if I had to pick, if I'm a GM of an NFL team, I think I go with Deshaun Watson before I go with Dak. All right, I go with Dak. Uh, all right, and uh, shifting over to other football, college football, as some news yesterday came out from the Big Ten, as they said they will only so right now be playing conference schedules. So the non-conference games, we lose out Ohio State at Oregon. Michigan at Washington, that was week one. Michigan State was traveling to Miami of Florida as well. Those were some of the uh, notable games on the list. And I feel like this is going to be a trend that is going around in college football. We're either going to get a conference, we're going to get a conference schedule. Um, And so the thing was when we were talking about when the coronavirus everything shut down back in march was oh well guess what football has time on their side well guess what time is running out i know the season starts for college september 1st workouts though start august 1st that's in about three weeks three and a half weeks um training camp is supposed to start in two weeks for the nfl time is running out the time that was had is gone and the situation has got worse in the country. So I, I mean, I've pretty, I've been steadfast on the NFL is going to come back. I don't think I've really had the hope that college is going to play this year just based on that. Kids are going to have to be in school. And I don't like, I don't think still that's going to happen or half of them might be there, whatever way more lingering issues with uh, college than the NFL. But both are having issues right now. And for college, the Big Ten did probably the smart thing, giving them time till October. I, they, they don't know if they're going to add any more games into just make it a full 12-game Big 12 conference schedule. But I think this is the first step. Also, the Ivy League postponing all fall sports until at least the spring when they decide if they'll play. The Ivy League was the first league to cancel their college basketball tournament, as everybody's pointed out, and everybody just laughed at them. But also, the revenue doesn't really carry as much for the Ivy League because they have so much money in the schools. But 
I think what the Big Ten is doing is you're going to see all the other conferences do. I know the Alabama athletic director said, like, we're playing USC in Arlington week one. I don't know about that. Yeah, no, I don't think so either. I think that just doing an all-conference uh, only schedule would be smart, especially if all Power Fives can get in on it as well and just kind of come to an agree uh, agreement there. Um, it's you know similar to what the MLB is doing, where it's just you know they they're just playing teams that are local and, and close to them uh, uh, regionally. So I think I think if all Power Fives can kind of get on there, but my question is, if they do do that, then how do you? I mean, you, how do you have a bowl season? You know what I mean? I, I think bowl season, you that's that's kind of going to screw things up a little bit, too, because you don't have, uh, you know, like like you said, your Alabama-USC game. Not saying that that would be a great win for Alabama, but, you know, whatever it may be, um, where some of those non-conference games that you schedule against bigger opponents can end up helping you when it comes to uh, uh, getting into bowl season and, and propping you up in the rankings. You mean the playoff? The playoff, whatever, you know, yes. Um, too much Dugs. I'm still stuck on the BCS. Uh, well, yeah, no, that is an interesting thing because the college football playoffs—they're still going on as planned. But look, they'll just have to have to—they'll just have to go based on what your conference. Um, you'll just have to go based on what the conference, how they played against their conference teams. It's different years. So different say you have say you have like a two a two loss Alabama that lost to you know Georgia and LSU or something like that. But then you have one loss Ohio State that lost to Maryland. You know what I mean? Like who gets in? You know, if they, if they're the bubble teams. You know what I mean? Like it's it's tough to say who who you're gonna let in versus who you're not based on because obviously power five all power five conferences um can be very top heavy. And then more so, you know, I guess more so in the Big Ten, it's a little more even, I would say. Uh, the Big 12, not really. The SEC, he, yeah, maybe so. ACC, absolutely not. So, you know, it's tough to, it's tough when you have just those top heavy conferences to be able to set them up and rank appropriately. I think you just come to that when it happens. I don't think you worry about that now. Mm -hmm. You worry about first, first, there has to be a season before you can start worrying oh, about yeah, for sure. how things are going to be ranking. And where do you stand on? Yeah, no, I, I, I think it's the, the longer the longer we keep going, um, and like I said, things are, are, aren't really getting a whole lot better. Um, you know, they already missed out on spring football. They're having to do a lot of stuff via teleconference or whatever. Um, I, I, I'm getting real bullish on it, especially because most schools are saying no, no students on, on campus. And like you said, we, like we've been saying the whole time, you can't have no students on campus and then just the athletes coming to coming to the campus and practicing or, or whatever it may be. So I think it's 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 looking pretty bleak right now. You know, unless a miracle happens, you know, something like that. I don't know that we'll be seeing college football in the fall. There's talk that maybe they push it back to spring. Uh, um, even that, I don't think that would be a great idea. I think you'd see a lot of guys that are big draft prospects leave early. But, um, you know, that's that's kind of where I stand. Not even if you're a big draft prospect. If you're like a third round guy or oh, you're yeah. a fourth round guy, you're leaving. Yeah. You're not you're not you're not playing in the spring. You're 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 gone. And and so that I the spring thing is like a fine, but I don't think that's really feasible from like a competitive uh like a competitive standpoint. Because you'd have a bunch of backups playing, all the star power would be gone. They'd be working on the on the draft prep, I don't like. It'd be cool to just see it, but I don't think it would be like a feasible 
like a feasible way to play other than other than we need money so we need to keep the athletic program going so that's why we're going to do this yeah and I, I'm tired of the people like trying to say that people don't want college football or don't want football to happen. Everybody wants football to happen. You just yeah. like everyone wants it to happen. You're just looking at it from a, a clouded lens of I want football, so I'm going to pity these numbers against everything and say, oh, the death rate's this, the death rate's getting lower. So it's fine. Young people don't have that. Again, as I've said before, we don't know what the long-term health issues are. Rudy Gobert says he doesn't have long-term here or long-term smelling. You don't know what's going to happen. It's, people have said their lungs, they, it's hard for them to breathe out there for a extended period of time. So you don't know what's going to happen to these people if they get coronavirus. Yeah, they could be fine, but there's also guys that couldn't be fine. And football is like literally everything anti about social distancing. Everything that is what we're supposed to, we're not supposed to do right now. Football is, is that. Are we going to have to? You know what? Honestly, the only way to play football might be to have a hand sanitizer break after every play. You carry a. You're not allowed to wear gloves. You got a. In you, you got some hand sanitizer in your sock or whatever. Who who knows? And you got to spray some hand sanitizer in between every play. That's like the only feasible way. And maybe wear the full face, the, the face shield or whatever. I don't know. Like and you can't, and you can't swap football. jerseys after. You can't that's swap jerseys a, after. First of all, that's the dumbest thing. If you're already playing football, you should be able to, you should be able to um, swap jerseys. And that's another thing I got. Everyone on Twitter right now, all these leagues are coming up with rules or whatever. And it comes out, and they just get eviscerated. This is the dumbest thing. Does everyone realize it's, it's dumb right now? That doesn't mean they're, that's actually going to be the rule. Guess what? They could change it. Maybe they're just seeing what the public perception is on it, and then they can change it or whatever. It's just like I've, so much is just like, oh, I just get frustrated. or like the, the outrage over the smallest things right now just drives me nuts. Yeah, no, I'd when agree. It comes to sports, when it comes to sports. Right, 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 right. Uh, no, yeah, I, I agree that. A, that was dumb, but B, people love to overreact. Because people just like, I mean, in the age that we're living in now, when it comes to things on the internet, people just like clowning other people or clowning others, you know, for, for a couple retweets, for a couple likes, whatever it is. And then once you see that the masses are going in that direction of, of saying, I don't like that, well, now you're going to do it. Now another the next guy's going to do it too. So like you said, at least they have some kind of plan in place or some kind of protocols in place. And then if they want to say, hey, you know what, after we looked into it a little bit further, that's fine. Uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll backtrack it. I think that's better than the opposite. What if you know a couple guys trade jerseys and then we realize that those guys traded jerseys and now both of them have corona? And then it's like, oh well, the NFL wasn't protecting these players. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, it's not only going to be happening from the jersey swap, but if if we saw that correlation, you know, if they happen to be a, a corner and a wide receiver going against each other all game, and then they trade jerseys and now they both have corona. What are people going to say? Well, they were standing there at midfield, shaking hands, dapping it up, you know, hugging it out, swapping jerseys. They should they shouldn't be allowed to, to to be swapping jerseys. So I mean, I don't blame the NFL for just putting something in place. Now again, I still think it is kind of dumb that you can play sixty minutes against a guy and, and you know, blood, sweat, and tears going all over them. You know, spit flying, but then you can't go trade jerseys again. I do think that's dumb, but you still need to have something in place. And then if you can backtrack it there at the end, hey, so be it. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree. It's just everyone is just like first. To, I thought we were in the we want to try. We want we want good. We want some ideas for how to get sports on the field. 
Like I thought we're still we're still hopeful for that. Yeah. And like we're still for football in the ideas phase again, stuff out there. Yeah. And and also with the NFL this week, they said J.C. Treader, the president of the NFLPA, said the or the NFL wants to put a thirty-five percent pay reduction this year on the players. That is an insane. That's yeah, that's insane. never gonna happen. That's never gonna happen. If you're still playing sixteen games, that's that's insane. There's no way, zero way that the NFL players or the NFLPA accepts that. Oh, no chance. I, that's that's more ludicrous than anything MLB did. Yeah, absolutely. Because at least you could kind of make the argument, you know, they're not playing as many games. So, yeah, you know, they can, uh, they, uh, uh, you know, can take a little bit of a salary reduction. Like you say, you can make that, you can make that argument. But if you're playing all 16 still, no chance. Yeah. Well, the argument for ba- the baseball players was we want full prorated for what we're playing. Right. Um. And the and so look at thirty five cent pay reduction, the NFL player is fine. Guess what? We just won't we'll play thirty five percent less games. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. You you got five billion dollars. Okay, you can spare the loss on this year. Cry me a river. Take it out of Goodell's uh, paycheck. Yeah, I think he said he's working for a dollar right now. Or he's not taking salary. Well, good. I think he said that back in April. Yeah. Uh, and another thing why why I don't think college football right now is looking bleak. Did you see Clay Travis's tweet? Uh, no, I don't follow he him. He said, don't panic. I bet a lot of money that SEC plays football this fall. Oh, geez. So, you know him. Yeah, Stone Cold Lock of the Century. Stone Cold Lock of the Century there. So The other uh, way. Yep, he is the mush of all mushes. Uh, so, yeah, that's that. All right, so this week, or next week, actually, uh, Tiger Woods makes his return to golf. He hasn't played in five months. hasn't played since February. He comes back at Memorial. Crazy thing about golf is, is they're playing two weeks in a row at Memorial at Mirfield Village in Columbus. Uh, this is like a, uh, a made-up event. They're, uh, like they're uh, making it up. It's a substitute event for – it was supposed to be in Illinois at the John Deere this week. That got canceled, so they put this event in place of that. Mm-hmm. It's called the Workday Charity Open. Uh, it's literally a made-up event just for this year. They're playing in Columbus back-to-back weeks. Tiger will be playing in Memorial, which is Jack's tournament next week. Which is interesting that it's interesting some of the guys that have said they're playing this week but not playing next week. Like Kepka said, I'm playing this week, but I'm not playing in Jack's event. That confuses me. Like, I understand Bryson not playing this week and then playing in Jacksonville. I don't know. It just confused me that Brooks isn't playing next week as well. But whatever. Maybe he didn't want to go head-to-head with Bryson because he knew they were going to pair each other in the same group after he called them out on steroids. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm excited to see a Tiger uh, back in action. And uh, you were incorrect in saying he hasn't played since February. Uh, he played in a very big tournament uh, back in May, uh, I believe it was. PGA Tour sanctioned. PGA Tour sanctioned. Okay, PJ Tour sanction. Thank you. All right, yeah. just want to make sure we clarify that for the fans. Uh, but uh, I mean, seen whole exhibition match, and he looked good. He did look good. He looked great. So uh, yeah, no, so I'm excited for that. Uh, the Bryson fatigue is quickly setting in um, uh, over just everything. Um, you know, maybe he did. Uh, maybe he did have a little bit of juice extra help. No, I'm just kidding. I, I don't. I, 
I don't think that, but I, I still think the guy's fat. I don't think he's, I don't think he's jacked. I think he's fat and he's just accumulated mass and he's just putting it all, uh, behind that ball. Hey, he's strike, he's striking it right now. And, and, you know, uh, putting up low scores. So good for him, but I still, I'm still, the Bryson fatigue is fully set in on me. What about Brooks though? Calling him out or taking a shot? I think it was a joke. I don't think he was serious. I mean, I know they've had their beefs already, um, you know, in the past, but I, I just think it was kind of tug-in-cheek. I don't think Brooks really meant anything by it. But knowing Bryson, he's probably going to take it to heart and want to be like, drug test me, bro. And all you're going to find is just peanut butter and jelly and protein shakes in his uh, pee sample, so it doesn't really matter. But uh, like I said, I think it was just a little a little joke. You know, Brooks, Brooks can be a little, you know, loose and fun. That's why I think he's such a fan favorite because he's just like, you know, your your typical just dude out there and bryson wants to be something else and he's a fraud why is he a fraud because of the whole thing last week with the camera yeah oh okay the brand stuff is dumb i we talked about that on on monday i thought it was but see bright uh uh uh, uh brooks kepka's brand is just being brooks kepka but i think a lot of people don't like that those people can suck it when it comes to Brooks, I think you are stuck in the PMT bubble on Brooks. I'm not – like, I, I have no problems with Brooks. No, I like I like Brooks Kepka before the PMT thing. No, I know you did, but I'm saying I think now it's kind of like the PMT boys, they're like, oh, we love Brooks, all this and that since they had him on. And I feel like every, all the people that lo- – that because he was on PMT before the PGA last year, and – when I went to the PGA last year, everybody was adoring like Brooks and a tournament. When I went to before that, it just seemed like everybody was like, whatever with Brooks, like they were indifferent on him. They, no one was really rooting for him, this and that. And then that opened up new fans in, which is credit to him. But then like the people that fell in love with him is the PMT crowd that listens to that, which is a wide ranging. But I, then I feel like then it just, the, there are a lot of people still that find Brooks just like nauseating, just like Bryson. Yeah. Um, the him, him in, in the past saying like, I don't really like to play golf, that whole type of deal. Like he doesn't, he only wins majors, which is fine. Like, Hey, maybe you just win a random event like this week. I would tell Bryson, that? Hey, how about you win a major? No, agreed. Agreed. I'm not denying, but, but there's also, yes, that's fine. It's a double edged. One could go both ways. Yes, the majors are the most important tournaments, but if you don't um, win a major, wouldn't you at least like to win an event uh, on the season? So it's just like, hey, can you maybe show up other than majors is the whole thing with Brooks. Like, we all know he could do it in the majors. Maybe we just get a random event where you play well and win that. Like, there's, there's a lot of things going on with the, with the Brooks that people are, I think, kind of tired head on Brooks as well. And I, look... As I said, I enjoy Brooks, and Bryson wears me out, but I'm, in, I'm fascinated watching him playing. Like, I don't like the brand, the camera stuff. So I guess I'm just playing both sides here or whatever. But there's not really, really any golfers other than Phil that I just despise and, All like, right. don't want to win. Yeah, I mean, I don't despise Bryson. I don't, don't not want him to win. It's the fatigue of that's all we're talking about. Girl, and that's, no. that's, that's, that's really setting in on me. Yeah, I, I wasn't. I mean, I wasn't trying to bash Bryson. I mean, as much no. as I, you know, make fun of the guy uh, on here, like I said, I don't despise him by any means. Um, I, it's just like I said, the fatigue of him every week, 
And rightfully so. Like I said, he's been in the top eight every single week. He's won a tournament, you know, this season. We just won last week. So rightfully so, they should be talking about him. But again, it's 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 more so, like I said, just just wearing me out because of it. And maybe it's because I don't totally root for the guy. Because, I mean, Tiger had all this hype, too. And that never wore me out. I never got Tiger fatigue. But, again, so maybe it is, uh, you know, a little bit of both that, that that's affecting it. Uh, no, no, I don't disagree with you that Bryson has been the talk of golf since it's come back. And it is getting a little – a little. there's only Tiresome. so many ways you can say he's hitting at 370 off the tee. Yeah. There's only so many ways you can say that. And I look, I bet Bryson and Tiger play together next week in the first two rounds. I bet they pair them together. Totally see it coming right now. Um, but I, look, I'm fascinated for Tiger coming back. I think when he played with Brady or whatever in, in that match, he was playing great. Um, or he played well that day. I don't I have no idea how he's playing right now. I assume he's playing well. I And I assume this was the tournament he's like circled – that he's going to come back. And the interesting thing too is, so the PJ champ, we got Memorial next week, then the Minnesota event, Memphis, and then the PJ championship, August 6th. So after Memorial, he's only got two events until the WG or until the PGA. I don't know if he's, this might be his only tune-up event before the first major of the year. So it's going to be interesting if he's going to play, what else is, what else is he going to play this before the PGA? Yeah. Because I don't think he wants to play in Memphis in the end of July. Even though that's like a big event. And I don't think he wants to play in Minnesota. So this might be his only tune-up before the PGA. Which I don't know if that's right. But that could be I think that could be it. Weird schedule, weird times. I think as long um, as then, the glutes are activating, he'll be good. Yes, he should be. He should be good. All right. And then I meant to touch on this, or we meant to touch on this. Uh, on Monday, when we were talking about the uh, the Redskins and Indians team names, uh, first of all, I saw the Fred Smoot, the Love Boat, uh, brought up the Red Wolves. Do you like that? It's not bad. It's probably my second choice right now behind Warriors, but I don't think I think Warriors is out because that's going to have some kind of Native American imagery. So uh, I think that's out. Uh, Joe, my uncle, who you've met and, yes. and hung out with, uh, he's been on Red Wolves from the jump. He's been sending me stuff, uh, you know, left and right, whether it's uniform mock-ups, whether it's uh, uh, logos, things like that. <clears throat> so he's been on Red Wolves from the jump. And like I said, that's my second choice right now. Much, I'd much prefer that over, over Red Tails or, or anything like that. Um, Red Wolves is still – it's kind of cool. You know what I mean? Uh, they, you can come up with a cool logo. Um, so, you know. It, it, if that's what it comes down to, I won't, won't hate it. You can still say, you know, hail to the Red Wolves, uh, things like that. But another a sleeper pick that I've kind of come up with, not that I've come up with, but I've seen that I wouldn't hate is the Hogs. Like, you know, throwing it back to, to the 90s with Joe Gibbs in, in our offensive line when we had the Hogs up front. I'd be cool with that. You know, get a sick, like, feral pig logo or something like that. And, and you know, I don't know, something. I think that, that would be bad. But, but right now it's Warriors, Red Wolves, and then, you know, far beneath, beneath that would be Hogs. You could call the hogs like at Arkansas. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Something Who like that. Suey? Oh no! It was the, funny. The, Go ahead. No, I was gonna say about Red Wolves. When I hear that, I think of Arkansas State because that's oh, yeah. what they are. They're yeah. the Red Wolves, and that's the only. Be I don't look. Most people probably don't know the Arkansas State nickname. Only reason is because Texas State was in the Sun Belt and they played them. Right. I think Red Wolves is fine. 
it's just I think I would I think I would go Red Tails over Red Wolves just because we're not like going off of a cow. And I know like you don't want to look coming up with a nickname now. It's pretty much impossible to be original. Yeah. But I think I would lean that just because I want to be original. on our own, the Red Wolves. Yeah. You know, I don't have to share with Arkansas State or whatever. The other thing that kind of sold me on Red Wolves is uh, it's calling the fans the Wolf Pack, which is pretty cool. And, and I'm already Coyotes fan, so I've been howling for I don't know how long. So howling at games, be, it's pretty fun. I got to tell you, I don't know how much howling you've done at games. But I'll let, let me no, tell no, you, when everybody's, when everybody's on it, it's a pretty good time. So, you know, I'd be, I'd be down for that. Uh, uh, speaking of the PMT boys, you know, PFT is a, is a Redskins fan. And he said, uh, call, call the linebackers the Wolf Blitzers if they're the Red Wolves, That's which I thought, was, I, like <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. That's pretty funny. So, uh, so yeah, like I said, Wolf, uh, or excuse me, Red Wolves, uh, second in, in my decision for, uh, for name. But again, I think Warriors is probably out. Uh, yeah, no, look, you said it. I haven't done a lot of what is what did you say howling? Howling, yeah. A lot of barking though. I've done a lot of barking. Barking for the dog pound? Oh yeah, obviously, duh. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. it's, it's you know probably probably same same concept, but but for sure. Uh, when 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 the Coyotes used to go to the playoffs like a decade ago, and we'd be there in the in the arena, and we'd score a goal. <sighs> I'm telling you, the howling it gets you fired up. Uh. I bet it does. The the thing though, does the howling sound like the Ric Flair woo, or is it dif- a little different? Yeah, no, it's pretty similar. Because the the Ric Flair woo has worn me out. It's been but, going but, around at like the Astros games and the. It's just. What but see, it, but see, the Ric Flair woo is kind of short. It's just a woo. Where yes, howling, no, I know. you get the ow, and then you kind of you hold it for a long time. You know no, what I mean? Agreed. Agreed. But I, mean, I can give like, you a little sample here if you want. I, no, we don't need to do that. <laughs> I don't want you to wake the baby. Oh, no, he's good. He's awake. He's chilling. Even if it's awake. I don't, we don't need to do that. We don't need to do that. We don't need to agitate the baby. Um, I mean, he's got to get ready for it. I guess. I guess, yeah. Maybe we wait till I don't know, two months in, not, <laughs> not four weeks. Um, but, no, what, we, what I mentioned to say is what – um, for me, the Indians, it's still spiders. Look, I want, I wouldn't hate the blues, the blues. I'm fine with again, because I've said they are, that's what they were named before the Indians. No one's really mentioned the blues, the guardians, fine, whatever. I'm indifferent so far on the name. Um, Even though you have the St. Louis blues, you know, you're saying you want to be, uh, you want to be original again, that's going back to our roots. We were the blues before the Indians. Yeah. So I give myself the we're going back to what we were before. Okay. Um, but what? So the Braves came out this week and said that they are not changing their name. Uh, the Chiefs. I don't know if the Kansas City Chiefs have they said anything. Uh, not that I've seen. I have not seen anything about them. The Kansas City Chiefs haven't said anything. And then the one that I feel like is always. It toes the line because it's specific as the Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah. Like, it's pretty much up to the tribe, I would feel, the Blackhawk tribe, if they want the name or not. At least that's how I would see it. Like, if they have said we would like them to change the name, I 100% you got to change the name. 
if anything, the ro- the logo to me seems like it could to- toes the line a little bit. It's got some, it's it's whatever. But I mean, I it's guess very it's, similar to the Redskins logo, I would say. Yeah. Other than that, it's not a red. Yeah, it's it's yeah. They're all. It's, but if the tribe's fine with it, I guess then then that's okay. The one thing I think though, like uh, the Braves and the Chiefs, I don't really know. If they could. I guess I'm fine with them saying their names. I don't know. I don't. Who, who am I to say? But I think the one thing they kind of have to do, and I was talking to my buddies uh, who I golfed with yesterday. He's from, his parents are from Kansas City. They're Chiefs fans. And we were all kind of agreed that probably the, uh, oh, chance. Yeah, probably yeah. Stop. That's, that's got to be something uh, that you got to stop. And he said, the problem is one of the best parts of going to Arrowhead is like at the beginning of the game when you get the chant going. It's yeah. awesome. I go, I don't disagree. And he was like, I know it sucks, but like, I think we kind of have to stop doing that. Yeah, that's, that was going to be my, my uh, one point for the Chiefs and for the Braves, because the Braves do it yes. too. And taking it to college, uh, the Florida State Seminoles, you know, they have, they have like an actual live, live person mascot who, who you know, uh, characterizes being a Native American, you know, riding a horse, goes in and, you know, slams the, the spear into, into the field, whatever. But they do that the same chant as well. And mm-hmm. so, again, the Seminoles, that's – I don't know if you can say paying homage, but that's, uh, you know, named after the, uh, a tribe in the area uh, that was settled there. And uh, so – and but they, the, the thing is that their logo is just a spear, but having that live mascot, you know, that's where it kind of gets a little, a little fuzzy there. Um, I think you're right in saying, like, I don't think either of us – are, are really able to say if it's offensive or not, or if it should be changed or not. The, the one that I feel like is, is the least uh, likely, or maybe like the, that could be construed as the least offensive or whatever is the chiefs because they, they don't use any native American imagery other than the, the, the arrowhead, which is the arrowhead of a spear. And the yes. chief, the chief was, you know, like the leader of the tribe. And so, yeah. you know, it's not, and, and I think we can all agree Blackhawks chiefs and Braves and let's throw Seminoles in there just because I brought them up, none of those words are derogatory like Redskins uh, is. You know what I mean? So I think if, if they do change it, they just want to get away from the Native American imagery, which if I'm a Native American and I'm a sports fan, do you want that? Do you want like your imagery not to be used? You know, I guess it's, I guess it's tough because we don't use any other ethnicities imagery for any other uh, logo or sports team or anything like that. So I guess, you know, you can kind of say, let's take that out of it completely um but i guess it, you know it's up to again it's up to the to the people that it's a, that is truly affecting and if it is uh, offending native americans and not white people that want to be offended on behalf of native americans uh then then i think that's what should should initiate the change yeah i agree so um bomani jones he wore i think two or three years ago on espn wore the have you seen the shirt the caucasian shirt yeah washington it's actually it's i thought it was pretty funny like, like oh, the logo was hilarious. It's, it's hilarious, but he wore it on ESPN. Yeah. And the white folk was livid that he wore mm-hmm. that shirt, which was his point. Yeah. He was wearing it to outrage. And people were like, how could you wear this? This is this offense. And he was just like, you are making my point for me. Yeah. Like, as you just said, only Native American tribes or there's only nicknames based off of Native Americans. There's no Asian team name. There's no whatever black team names. All yeah. any of that. There's 
None of that. It's only Native Americans. And then you, he wears the shirt on TV, and people go bananas over it. Mm-hmm. That just makes the whole point for him. Yeah. Uh, and also, people should stop arguing with him on the internet, because you're not going to win. Yeah. Like, there's a tweet that's... Are you, I'm not saying you're going to win. You're not changing his mind. Right. I saw a tweet that said, it was from like 2016. He goes, today I log on Twitter and my goal is to change Omani Jones' opinion. As, it, ain't, it ain't working. You're, yeah. you're, not, you're not doing that. But yeah, I also, I just think it's an interesting thing that I was, I was fascinated that the Braves came out like quickly and were like, we're not changing our name, mm-hmm. which is fine, which that's fine. I, but it's interesting how the teams now they're getting and then the outrage of um now what if what if they're the Braves but they get rid of the the hatchet or axe logo and they, they just rid themselves of any and all Native American imagery but they're funny. still the Braves. That's what if what fine. if it turns into like a, a firefighter's axe or something like that? Sure. That's fine. I don't even have really a problem with their logo, I guess. Yeah. I'd see the only issue that people have had is the is the chance. The, the uh, Tomahawk Chop chant. Yeah. That's the only thing they've had. And I think they said they wanna they're trying to stop they They're trying they to limit it. They're trying to limit it or to stop it, but then the fans just keep doing it. Like Yeah, the, the fan because it used to be the stadium, like the PA guy would start it and yes. then you know the fans would join in. That, they stopped that, yeah. Twenty seventeen. Yeah. So okay, you wanna hear a funny I don't know if I should share this, but I'm going to share this. A funny conversation oh. <laughs> uh, that my dad told me about he was having with his mom. Okay. Uh, so she Shout was Shout out Grandma guess, Louise. Grandma Louise. I don't know. <laughs> Grandma Arlene. Close. Uh, so she was like talking to my dad, I guess, about like the Indians name change and like all this, like the Redskins team name and all this type of stuff. And she's obviously doesn't see the reason why they should change the name. Whatever. She's 88. She ain't changing her mind. That's fine. Yeah. But for the Redskins, she was like, what are we going to call Redskins potatoes going forward? How are we going to be able to call them Redskins <laughs> potatoes? That's pretty funny. It's funny. But the problem was she was like dead serious. I feel like. I See, but I also feel like maybe that was just like um... – like I don't think that, like it's funny, but I, I like I'm, let me see if I can put it into words. Like I think no, she I was, know what you're trying to say is she was trying to make this like, well, we can't change everything that's red skin. Well, that's a type of vegetable or whatever. I don't. Know what oh, see, no, that. I was taking it as as her being like, like making sure that um, that like she wasn't gonna get in trouble for saying red skin. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like no, almost well, like, like, an innocence, like, an, like an innocence, like an innocence, not, not potatoes. like, but, but but more of like an innocence way. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to make sure, like, I'm not offending anyone, like, but not like a sarcastic, like, well, I don't want to say red skin potato because no, I might offend I somebody. She was saying it sarcastically. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. She was saying it like sarcastically. I got you. But I thought the line was hilarious. Yeah. It's a very funny line. Well, see, that was the thing a lot of people were, have been saying over the last couple of years is the Redskins keep their name, but they just changed their logo to a potato. Yeah, I heard that one. That's pretty funny. So. Um, yeah. What, what's wrong with the potatoes? Uh, because then when you get beat, then you're the mashed potatoes. Uh, That's cool, though. No, it's not. It's not cool. What's you cool can be, if you beat them. 
you're you're the whipped potatoes when you lose. And yeah. I mean, the, the Redskins have done a lot of losing, so that's probably going to be what's going to happen. Uh, you know, uh, if, if somebody gets caught with with weed, you're the baked potatoes. Pretty good. <laughs> these, the- these are good for for non fans. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, sometimes you just got to, you know, what will just be a joke. Embrace. I mean, it. they've they've been a joke for the last twenty years. So I mean, I guess what's the point now? You know, you might as well just pile it on. I did think it was funny how the president was like, the Indians and Redskins are like fabled franchises. The Indians yeah. have won one title in, uh, they've won two titles since 1909, and the Redskins haven't done anything. Uh, Three Super Bowls. Anything since, what, what, 1990? <laughs> yeah, 1991. Okay, they haven't done anything in pretty much our whole lifetimes. Literally, literally. They yeah. won the Super Bowl six days before I was born, and no. that was the last time. Yes. So the Fables franchise, you know what? Maybe the name change is a good thing for both of us. Yeah. It's like the whole devil race thing. Like they took the devil out of the name and they go to the World Series the first year. No, I mean, that's why, that's why, that's what kind of, not, that's, that's not what pushed me over the edge, but that's what like, I'm, I'm embracing the name change of like, maybe we change the franchise around, maybe Dan Snyder sells, you know, and, and things like that. So, uh, you know, I worded that wrong. It makes it sound like that's the only reason why. Like, I'm down to change it because <laughs> because the name is racist and offensive to people. Um, but that was like another added benefit. Let me. That's how I want to say it. it was another added benefit of of changing maybe you know just the franchise as a whole. I was all in on thinking the Indians were going to win the World Series last year because they took Chief Wahoo away. Yeah, I was you like, really all right, were. we got that off our system. We're going to do it. Well, guess what? I guess we need to go f- the full thing. Take the name out too. Yeah. Uh, I guess fifty percent isn't good enough. Um, on that, all right. Do you have anything else you want to touch on? Uh, the Chiefs, real quick, just came up with this. If they do change their name, Kansas City, Kansas City Barbecue Chiefs, Kansas City Chefs. Pretty simple. I think people already call them the Chefs as like a joke. Mm. Okay. But yes, yeah, very simple. Uh, are you watching? What shows are you watching? Are you watching any shows right now? Oh yeah. So. Uh... Uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Okay. Um, Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix. You ever, ever watching that at all? I have not. Not seen. Did that. you used to watch the old the old one? No. So I used to watch the old version with my grandparents, my great grandparents, back in the nineties, uh, and I used to love that show because like all these wild wild stories. So we're watching that. Uh, a lot of guys' grocery games lately. Yeah, still. Um, I think that's it. Because with baseball, I really, you know, get home and we make dinner and then we just kind of hang out. Uh, most of the time when we put the TV on, it's just kind of like background noise at this point. So we're not like locked into any yeah. any uh, uh, series right now. What about you? We, we, we punted on Outer Banks. We got about four episodes in. That's about it. I told you Jamie's rewatching Grey's Anatomy, the yeah. most cornball show I have ever seen in my <laughs> life. Like absolute cornball. Uh, shout out to anybody that watches Grey's Anatomy. If you watch it with your girl or if you're a girl and watch it, the fact that you can get through that show, wow. But t- uh, How many times has she rewatched uh, One Tree Hill? Um, I actually don't think she ever has rewatched it. I think she just watched it the one time through. I don't think she's ever rewatched it. Maybe that that's be the one. next one. That should be the next one because that's one that I can actually get behind because I watched that in high school, albeit it was because a girl I had a huge crush on loved it. And when she told me that, I was like, yeah, I love that show. I'm locked <laughs> in all the time. And then so I started watching it 
whenever it came on, like Tuesdays or Wednesday nights, I started watching it. And uh, so then we'd have something to talk about the next day or text about while it was going on. Yeah. So that was that was why I, I jumped on that bandwagon. But uh, The amount yeah. of drama in that show is unbelievable. Yeah. Like it's too much. The writers put too much in there. You, look, you say that, but if you go watch some of the like teen dramas now on Netflix and stuff, like you want to talk about just like every storyline, like they just try to jam every storyline possible into like a 25 or 45 minute show and then just stretch it out for 13 episodes. Like that's every show right now that comes out on Netflix. I just felt like when I watched One Tree Hill in college, I was like, boy, this is this is a lot. I need One, to take a break. One Tree Hill walked so Outer Banks could run. Okay. <laughs> I'm telling did you, you it's, it, I just did it just on top of my head, but it's like any, any show like that. I mean, I don't know if you ever watched the uh, 13 reasons why I only watched the first no. two seasons, but uh, same I saw, thing. I saw, okay. Uh, my roommate's girlfriend had it on. I was watching like a couple episodes. That show was nuts. I think 13 I reasons remember. why. Yeah. Like the, whatever. I don't even know what season it was, but I was just like, it was on, and I was watching it. I was like, holy cow, this is insane. The first two seasons weren't bad, and then I, th- I think I lost touch the third season, like the first two episodes. It just got, like, too wild, and so I punted on that. But um, You need a sense of, like, re- a little sense of reality. Like, yeah, absolutely, I don't expect, yeah. Like, I don't expect, like, full-on, like, we got to keep it. Like, I want some drama that's, like, manufactured, but you got to give me something where I could, like, you can actually like, this, buy this in. This all like, can actually happen. Like this right. all can actually happen instead of like there's no way this would happen. Yeah. Me, what I'm about not, you? I'm not watching really anything. Yeah. I like I'm caddying or I'm golfing and I'm pretty tired after that and I'll put on the Xbox for a little bit and then that's about it. Um, uh, I was gonna. I got to watch Hamilton. Yeah. So do we. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Nothing's really. I guess I haven't been like surfing a good show that you might want that might be like a good roommate show like you and your roommate and his girl to watch is hannibal on netflix okay that because we we used to watch jamie and i watched that when it came out like when it was actually on tv um the only problem is it got canceled after three seasons and then never got picked up so it really didn't have an ending um but the first two seasons for sure are, are really good and the third season's you know not bad but it, it kind of keeps you it keeps you going there's enough there that you know, it's it's like a because you've seen have you seen the Hannibal shows or excuse me movies like Silence of the Lambs? I know they are, but like I don't watch. I'm not a big scary movie guy. Okay, all right. This is I mean, this is more so like crime no, than, than it is like this show is more crime than it is like like horror. Gotcha. Um, but uh, so I mean, it's it's pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. I just haven't been flipping around the Netflix. I guess it's I'm either watching Twitch or something. I don't know. It's have you been watching the Bachelor uh, reruns I've on Monday watched... nights? One of them, uh, and some of those are pretty good. Like I, yeah. I saw the first uh, thirty minutes of the JoJo season, and I saw I watched the Ben Higgins one. I should have watched this past Monday because it was the first Bachelor. Uh huh. Um, Boys, Jamie, been watching those? Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, the the Chad. Was that was it the JoJo one? He was a uh, was it Chad Brown or something like that or Chad, Chad Johnson? Chad Johnson. Oh yeah, yeah, Chad Johnson. Yeah, yeah. All time, not the NFL dude. Right. All time, just psychopath on the show. Uh, 
but yeah, I've watched a couple of those. I haven't, uh, I haven't really watched those. But we got some here. Before we sign off, we got some uh, MLB news. First, they did a second or the second round of testing or whatever these testings are. Seventeen players among seventy four hundred samples tested positive. So that's a point two percent positive rate. So that's good. Yeah. That's a very good sign. I also saw this, so uh, Fran Mel Reyes on the Indians went to a party on 4th of July and wasn't wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. Kind of re- pretty reckless. Yeah. So the Indians, and he told the Indians about it, so credit to him, I think he realized his mistake. And then he told the Indians, I did this, they told him, stay away for, for two days, get a test, come back negative, and you'll be good to go. He did that, so good on them. And then also right now, Buster Posey has opted out of the season. Wow, he is. He has his. He has his wife there. Uh, adopting two uh, twin girls. That's why he's been for camp. And then the twins were born prematurely, and they're in an NICU. And that's why he is opting out of the season. Okay. So for for family reasons. But I feel like him. He's he might be a bigger name than David Price. Um, I don't know yeah, about maybe. Like, Quality of player right now, definitely he's on the downside of his career. Yeah. But, like, him and David Price, those are some big names. Not It's another big name opting out. Yeah, no, uh, that, yeah, that is. But also, you know, it makes me wonder, like you said, you kind of brought it up, uh, quality of player. Obviously, Buster Posey hasn't been quite the same player that we've come to know or that we, you know, he's, he's past his prime, in other words. Yeah. So I wonder if he's. Just kind of maybe using uh, – see, no, I'm not going to say that. Using this as, as a good way to kind of just, you know, get another year underneath his legs because he does obviously have some big-time stuff going on in his personal life. So I don't want to discount that or discredit that. Um, and, you know, but you just, you just wonder that if they were going into beginning of August, you know, four or five games out of first, is he still doing the same thing? You know I mean? If we're in a regular season. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? I, I assume he's probably playing, but he could maybe take uh, – more days off here or there or something. I don't, I don't know. Uh-huh. Um, but he just doesn't want to put anyone at risk. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I, I don't, I, I think that's a good idea, especially if you're having to spend time with those twins that you're adopting in the NICU, uh, you yeah. know, I, 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 I think everyone could, could, uh, understand that. Oh, totally. Totally. All right. So that is, uh, that you got another big weekend at the, uh, on the fields, yeah, we got another. We got a game tonight at five back out in Bedford. Uh, then we are in Anna tomorrow at like twelve thirty or one thirty. Then we got bracket play on uh, Sunday. All so, right. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, got a, got a you know another big weekend uh, of that. You gonna watch UFC tomorrow? Uh, it's pay per view, isn't it? Yeah. So I'll probably I'll just stream it. Right. Yeah. That's what I. You know, that's what I meant. But yeah, I might. I might. I think I am. I, I want to see the Mavs, uh, Mavs, Mavs Vidal and Usman fight. Uh, there's a couple other title fights. Paige Van Zant. She's a she's a girl fighter. Um, she's pretty good. She's been out of the uh, fight game for a little bit for some different various injuries. So I think it's gonna be a pretty good card. It's on Fight Island in Abu Dhabi. Yeah, but it's not on an actual island. It's on. Uh, uh, it's in an arena. I think. Right. Yeah. Um, so I think it'll be a good one. So yeah, I'll, is I'll, the Masvidal fight for a title? 
Uh, I don't think so. I think it's just, uh, it, it, I don't, I don't believe it is. I could be wrong, but I don't think it is. Uh, cause he actually took this fight on short notice cause, yeah, uh, six days, I think. Yeah. So, uh, I don't, I don't believe it is a title fight, but it's the main event, which is crazy when, when, when the, the fight card has two other title fights on it. So that's, that's yeah. wild. Um, so what's, are they going to be fighting at like three in the morning in Abu Dhabi or whatever? When are they, or in the morning, like 7am, 8am? Yeah, maybe. Boy, that's got to mess you up training wise. I assume, like I know you've been training if you're fighting like the undercards or whatever to be fighting at like three a.m. Mm. But still, that's gotta really throw you for a loop or something. Yeah, that's really crazy. No, yeah, that's a good point. That's something I hadn't thought of. But yeah, you're right. Like the time zone and everything mm-hmm. uh, change on that. Yeah, so I'll probably watch that. I was supposed to be in Cleveland this weekend because it's my uh, grandfather's ninety fifth birthday tomorrow. Ah, oh, shout out, so, Pappy. Uh, Jerome. Uh, no, that was my dad's dad. That was my oh, really? Middle name. Middle oh, okay. name. Middle name. Uh, this is my mom's dad. Uh, he's turning 95 uh, tomorrow, so we were supposed to be up there for that. Disappointing. I assume I, it was under normal circumstances I'd be going to the Indians game tonight. Um, so that's a little disappointed not being up there, especially when it's 106 out here today. Yeah, it's brutal. Um, so I think we're doing like a Zoom thing tomorrow afternoon. We did like a video montage put together on that. So yeah, that should be fun. Oh, do you, one thing you might want to look into, I think, I don't know if I mentioned this before, if I did, uh, have you thought about getting sun sleeves? Sun sleeves. Yeah. Like you put the sleeves on, on your arms. Uh-huh. And it like it's like the it's just a sleeve you put it on under your shirt like it goes on under your shirt you just put it on your almost like a shooter sleeve yes uh, no I haven't I got a sick farmer's tan working though right now I'll tell you what you might want to take a look at the sun sleeves yeah I bought a pair for caddying just to try them out uh huh and when there's a breeze going on. It is. Uh, it definitely makes a difference. Really? Yes, because when I've caddied, I haven't played golf in them yet. I think it'd be too weird. Like I tried. It's it's not working for me. Uh-huh. Playing golf but caddying, it's a difference because when I've got done on when I've been on like fifteen, I'm usually like, man, my arm. I put sunscreen on, but your arms still get hot. Yeah. Your arms they keep the sweat in, and it like when a breeze comes by, it like cools it. Like you feel like the coolness of the sweat. Uh huh. And I was like, man, I feel really good after caddying. So the sun sleeves, you might want to take a look at it. Okay. I will. Well, I'll check those out. Uh, I, I, got a little, I got a little tip for you as well. Now, this one's a little more extreme. I don't want to say extreme, but there's a little more work going into it. Aloe vera water. Yeah. So, so you drink, do you need just like maybe six eight ounces before you're in the sun? But you get so hydrated. Like you can buy it already pre-made but what i do is i go and get like the actual like aloe vera tree branch uh, at uh-huh. the store they sell for like 250 yeah and you get like probably like a good like 30 or 40 servings out of just one uh you do have to cut it up and then take the green skin off of the actual thing and it has like a little jelly consistency yeah i've seen that because my roommate had the plants and they gave it to me for like aloe vera when i got burned when i'm like i don't want this just give me the stuff out of the bottle like, i don't want yeah to- so yeah, so yeah, you buy like the actual like like just a branch of the tree and cut it up and and blend it up in, in some water, and it doesn't t- it literally t- has zero taste to it. Uh, the consistency is just a little different than water, but I'll tell you what, I drink that before 
every, I drink that every day. Like I, I make like a little six or eight ounce glass of water uh, for both Jamie and I and drink that every day, whether I'm going to baseball or whatever. You stay so hydrated and uh, like just feel great. I've even taken some and given it to my catchers. Like there's been a couple of times where my catchers has to catch a double header. And so I give him some and same thing. Like they feel fantastic. So I'm all in on the aloe vera water. All right. I'll have to try it. I'll have to try that. Yeah. The sun sleeves you can get on Amazon. I got a pair for like $9.99. What colors do they come in? White. You can get them any color. Okay. I just got white. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'll have to try that. I'll have to try that because summer's here, as one of the caddies says. Powder's up, boys. Powder. We got the industrial size. <laughs> That's another aloe vera water and powdering up. Daily occurrences of the Silva household. <laughs> That's what he said. That's his saying. It was summer's here, boys. Honestly, if we put down a shirt, we could sell a bunch of shirts. <laughs> Maybe I'll look into that. Yeah. Um, but all right. Thanks everybody for listening to us here on, uh, this Friday. And we will talk to you on Monday, special guest on Monday. It is, a uh, Colt, uh, Colton Heisey, who was a professional cornhole player. He played in the club championship this year, a couple weeks ago. And, uh, also caddies on the corn Ferry tour. So that episode won't be out till next Tuesday. So we'll have him out on Tuesday. Uh, so yeah. Hope everybody has a good week and talk to you then. We'll see you next Tuesday.